God bless you guys this morning, this, what's today, Tuesday morning. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining me this morning. Um, if you are jumping on, make sure that you share the broadcast. I'm going to wait just a second and let people jump on and share. And I'm going to do the same thing right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, Auntie. We miss you. All right. So let's, let's, let's share, friends, because sharing is caring. Amen. <laughs> All right. So I'm excited for today, you guys. I'm excited to, um, sh to share today. As you guys know, we have been, we actually started a, um, a series on finances because I really felt like the Lord put it on my heart to do something concerning finances. So obviously I want to be obedient and I want to do it. Hi, David. God bless you, my brother. So here we are. We're going to start this Tuesday morning. Amen. With prayer and, um, and just, we're just going to dig right into it. Amen. So Father, I thank you and I praise you and I glorify you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for every person on this broadcast. Hi, Auntie Bobby. <laughs> for every person on this broadcast, Father, I thank you, Jesus, for, Lord, for revealing your word at an even greater level. I thank you, Jesus, for revealing, Father, a greater understanding, Lord of how to do finances your way, Father, of, of what it means, Lord, to, um, to operate by the economy of heaven, Jesus. I thank you for that, Father. I thank you for teaching us, Holy Spirit. I thank you for having your way on this broadcast today, and I bless every person in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hi, Auntie. Love you. I'm glad you're back. Hi, Pastor Boo. God bless you. It is a good God morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's jump into it, you guys. So today, yesterday, if you guys were on the broadcast, um, we talked about we talked about just why we give because a lot of people are like, oh, why should we give? Like, should I really give? And I was re really, you guys, I'm touching on some like really surface, surface things. Um, uh, in these broadcasts and I, I want to kind of dig into some things a little bit later but I'm just kind of touching right now over like just some surface principles some surface um, uh, ideas or questions that I've heard people say and so I'm kind of just answering ah oh, thank you pastor boo you were getting me fired up I, I was gonna start taking some of those rabbit trails with you because <laughs> they were good <laughs> but um, hi Karen God bless you my sister Hope you're doing well. Hey, listen, Karen, we're going to be with you guys on the 21st. So um, make sure that you're there in Ocean View. I'm super excited to be with you guys at Pastor Pam's church. Amen. So uh, today we're going to talk about should Christians prosper? And then I'm going to throw in a little one. I'm going to talk about is poverty holy? Is poverty holy? Pastor Boo, you probably can answer this one. But I wanted to touch on that because, um, oh, uh, by the way, if you're just jumping on, please be sure and share the broadcast, but also make sure that you guys get a pen, make sure you grab a uh, paper, make sure you grab your favorite, you know, drink. I got my little coffee right here. 
says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. So grab a drink, grab a pen, grab a paper. You guys take notes if you'd like to take notes. Grab your Bible. Amen. So um, is poverty holy? And the reason why I wanted to kind of throw that one in there is because there seems to be and I've noticed this as we go and we minister different places, there seems to be a, a, a reverence in the body of Christ towards poverty, uh, regarding it as, as, as holy or as something that is spiritual. You're more spiritual when you don't have a regard for money or when you're just like, oh, money's, money's not a big thing that, you know, kind of somehow makes you feel like, or it makes you come off like you're more spiritual or, and I, so I wanted to touch on that really quickly. So is poverty holy? Well, the quick answer is heck no. <laughs> poverty is not holy. Poverty is not. Well, hello, friend. Hello. I don't know. Maybe my friend might jump on the broadcast today. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, the short answer is no, you guys. Poverty is not holy. Um, poverty is, is a demon from the pit of hell pop there's nothing good about poverty there's nothing holy there's nothing spiritual about poverty listen poverty causes people to be sick you know well if you can't afford to go to the doctor you know you're gonna uh, you're come on poverty is not good amen if you're needing to go to the doctor you can't afford to go to the doctor what well, you know if you uh you know people in countries who aren't able to send their kids to school, you know, because they can't afford it, or maybe they can't send their kids to good, good schools. Oh, I thought somebody was saying, good morning, Sage. Gandhi died and we got to eat. That's right, Pastor Boo. <laughs> You're going to get me going again. Hey, Nick, love you, my brother. See, poverty, amen, causes men, causes women to do wicked, wicked things. You know, the, the poverty causes people in other countries to sell, you know, their children to take care of the rest of their family. So there's nothing good about poverty. Poverty is a wicked, wicked thing. Poverty is a foul devil from hell. Let me ask you this. If poverty was a good thing, then why didn't God give us that as a reward? If poverty, if poverty was so good, why didn't God give that, that to us as an, as a reward? You know, if it was so good, it's not, that's why he didn't give it us poverty as a reward. Uh, you know, people go and say like, you know, stuff like, oh, I don't care. You know, I don't care if I don't have anything as long as I have God or, you know, I don't really care about the finances as long as I have Jesus. I don't care if I live in a little and, you know, in a little hut. Well, you know, okay, fine. If you're going to speak like that, well, guess what? That's all you're going to have. Number one, you know, good, good, good luck with that. But number two, I mean, saying things like that, you know, we think we're we're, we're trying to sound more spiritual or we're, we're, we're displaying how spiritual we are. But really when you're saying things like that, you're just showing your ignorance, but you're also showing, you know, the fact that, uh, uh, that poverty is, uh, ruling your life, you know, that poverty is in your life. I mean, what, think about this, what a insult to the blood of Christ, what an insult to the sacrifice of Christ, you know, saying things like that, or even, you know, I was telling Sage, you know, even taking a vow of poverty, what an insult to the price that Jesus paid for us to walk in prosperity, for us to walk in abundance. What an insult to Jesus when we are saying things like that, because he actually 
purchase our prosperity. That's exactly right, Pastor Boo. How are we going to bless people? You know, if we have nothing to bless them with, how are we going to bless our family? You know, the Bible says that, you know, a, a good man, a righteous man leaves an inheritance to his children. How are you going to leave an inheritance to your children if you have no regard for money, if you're going to treat it with irreverence, if you're going to treat the sacrifice of Christ with irreverence and, and, and boast in, in your lack of understanding and boast in a poverty spirit. That's just boasting in bondage. Amen. So when we say things like that, it's such an insult to the blood of Christ. It's such an insult to, you know, what Jesus paid for us. Amen. But I don't believe anybody on this broadcast is of that mindset. Amen. I believe you guys all uh, a desire to be prosperous. You desire to have everything that Jesus purchased for you. Amen. And walk in it. I believe that's you. Amen. And I believe that on this broadcast that God is going to raise up men and women who will dig in the word, who will lay hold of the word, who will lay hold of, of the abundance that Jesus purchased for you and who will become, you know, multimillionaires, who will be the one who say, God, if you don't bless anybody, God, if you don't bless anybody else, Lord, bless me. If nobody else gets this, God, I'll get this. I'll take this. I'll run with this, God. And if you raise me up, Lord, I will fund your kingdom, Lord, in this end time. I will be an end time funder of the gospel in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I believe the Lord is doing that with you on this broadcast. Amen. And I just wanted to address that because a lot of people, you know, again, have this reverence towards poverty. Poverty. The only thing that deserves reverence is Jesus. Amen. Not no, you're, you're not displaying any kind of spiritual thing when you're boasting about, oh, I don't need anything but Jesus. I don't need, no, we need finances. Amen. To further the gospel. We need finances to bless our families, to bless our community. Hallelujah. So I threw that one in there for free, but listen, I wanted to talk about should Christians prosper because a lot of people think you know, um, actually a lot of people get mad when they see Christians prospering, but I want to tell you this, God desires that we prosper. God desires that we live in prosperity and prosperity is many different things. It involves many different things. And one, um, one of them is finances. Amen. So I want to touch on this and I want to start first of all, um, you know, with prosperity is a part of our covenant package and God desires that we prosper. I want to go to second Corinthians. So if you have your Bible, amen, let's go to second Corinthians friend. Where are you? My friend disappeared. He said he was going to join the broadcast today, but I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> oh, he, he says, I don't know if there's room for both of us. There's only room for one. <laughs> No, you can squeeze in, or you can at least pop, pop, pop your head in. Oh, this is like this. Oh, look at, look at that. He is. Say hi. Just like this. Hey. <laughs> so, um, really quickly, I want to start again with Second Corinthians, uh, chapter eight, verse nine, and it says this. It says, "For you know the grace of of our Lord Jesus Christ, that th that though he was rich." Yet for your sakes, he became poor Come on, that you through his poverty might become rich. Mm. See, people, 
you know, create this idea or, or are taught this, this uh, wrong idea that Jesus was poor, that he was poor. All you see is this hand squeezing oh. my shoulder here. You don't even see a, a face. <laughs> but, but, you know, people think that, that Jesus is poor. Jesus was not poor. That, oh, you know, that following Jesus, you got to take a vow of poverty. Listen, <clears throat> The Catholic Church created the vow of poverty to control the church. What again, what an insult. What an insult to Christ to take a vow of poverty. My gosh. When this verse right here says that he became poor through his sacrifice on the cross, through you know, through everything that he purchased for us, he became poor that we through his poverty might become rich. Amen. You know what, Dana? I love that word might. You know, because that word might gives you a choice. That's right. It's up you to you. You have a choice. It's, it's up completely to you. up to you whether you're go, going to. You got to get in on okay, here, sir. Come whether on. you're going to receive <laughs> the fullness of what Christ has purchased for us, or you. you're going to receive a portion or a piece of what He's purchased. Look, I've decided in my heart. We've decided in our hearts that we're going to receive all that Come God on. has purchased That's right. for you us. Say, if He said all, that He purchased, He 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 He. he that he took Come our on, poverty right. onto himself. Yep. Well, amen, I believe it. Yeah. The same way he took the poverty is the same way he took our sins. That's right. It is the same way he took our sickness Come and on. disease. And all we have to do is put it on him. That poverty belongs to him. He purchased it and he walked through it and we can become rich because he became poor in our stead. That's the right. The same way, come on, the same way that he took on our sins and took our sins from us and Come we on. became righteous That's through right. that one act. We can also become wealthy as we follow in line so with good. righteousness Come and on. what he has laid Hallelujah. out in the Bible for us. Come so on. I want to encourage you here today that this today is going to be your, your, your least day of lack for the rest of your days. As you Come grab on. a hold Amen. of these teachings on finances, you will never lack again. Come on. Come on. As you receive and line yourself up to the word, as you start giving as he lays it out, as you align yourself to the word, today is your, will be the uh, the, Today is the poorest you'll ever be. That's it. Today is the poorest you will ever be. In that's Jesus' what, name. That's my, that's my TED Talk. That's my, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Thanks Hallelujah. Amen. Come, Come on. on. I, I believe that. Dana. Amen. Me too. See, that word might is huge. It is. Because it's a choice. It, ab it absolutely is. It's a choice. Is. You have a choice to believe. Come on. Yeah, but the thing is, he purchased our, 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 our prosperity for us. And he desired, he became poor. So we, through his poverty, oh, oh. Oh, it goes the, the light. <laughs> Who let there be light, Jesus? That we through his poverty might become rich. Amen. So listen, you guys, the, the, there's nothing uh, uh, spiritual about poverty. Jesus, through his poverty, made us rich. But just like Sage said, listen, there's requirements. There's a choice. There, you, either you, you got to decide that you lay hold of this, amen, and you take this word and you run with it, that you walk by the commandments of the word of God, that you fulfill the requirements. And with that, that's actually a good segue. I want to go to Deuteronomy 28. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28, Deuteronomy amen. 28. We're going to Deuteronomy 28. 
because here's the thing. Listen, um, even, and you can just write this down. Um, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to quote it, but it's in Isaiah 1, 9. And it says, if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. If you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. My so God, that just jumped up in my spirit. Amen. Think about it. If you're, if you're willing, willing and, and obedient, obedient you'll eat the best of the land. You'll eat the good of the land. Come on. As you're obedient to receive Jesus's forgiveness, you're going to eat the fruit of complete freedom. That's right. So the same way that you, you'll eat the fruit of prosperity <laughs> as you walk in obedience that's to him. right that's right if My you goodness. if you obey his commandments Ooh. amen if you heed his voice and that's why that's a good segue we're going to go into deuteronomy uh chapter 28 starting in verse one can i tell you i'm sure glad you're doing this teaching i'm learning so much <laughs> you're such a good little teacher oh thanks Fran. so deuteronomy chapter 28 starting in verse one says this it says now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey, everybody say diligently obey. Diligently obey. The voice of the Lord your God. The voice. To observe. You, it was just that part. Of your, okay. If you want to. <laughs> okay. To obey the voice of the Lord your God. To observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today. That the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. See that right there. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying, I want to set you high above. I want to prosper you high above all the nations of the earth. You as believers, as sons and daughters of God are meant to be set above. You are meant to shine like stars. Hallelujah. You are meant to excel and be prosperous in all that you do. That's right. <clears throat> But you got to right. be you got to be diligent in obeying the voice of the Lord. Again, Isaiah 1:9, you got to or 119, excuse me. You got to be willing and obedient. Willing and obedient. So if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God and and are careful to observe all the commandments which I command you today, the Come Lord on. God will set you high above all nations of the earth and all of these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obeyed the voice of the Lord your God. And then it goes on to list all of these blessings. In verse 8, it says the Lord will command the blessing on you. He Ooh. commands the blessing on you. Hallelujah. Hi, Michelle. The Lord command. Think about that. We talk about the commandments in the Bible. But the Lord, if you are willing and obedient, if you are willing to obey and be diligent in obeying his commandments, he commands the blessings on you. Amen. What does that mean, you guys? That means that you don't have to run around chasing the money. Come you don't on. have to run around chasing the money, the, the blessing and chasing the jobs that pay the best. You don't have to run around, you know, busting your butt, working 16 hours a day just to try to make ends meet. The blessing actually will chase you. Amen. The Hallelujah. blessings chase you because they're commanded upon you so the just the blessings are actually trying to look for you hallelujah come on <clears throat> excuse me so the lord commands the blessings on you and then he goes on to say that um that you know that he will open his good treasure over you the heavens he will open the heavens over you you will operate in an open heaven, you guys. The, the blessings of the Lord will be poured out over you. Hallelujah. That's right, Gary. If you're careful to obey these. See, the Lord desires to prosper you. 
He, de he desires as sons and daughters of God that you walk in the prosperity that he's purchased for you. That's Again, right. just in what I read in um, 2 Corinthians 8 9, but he became poor so we become we could become rich, rich. that through his poverty we might become rich. Amen. Amen. So, you know, he desires that we be rich and that we be we prosper in all things. That's 3 John uh, verse excuse me, chapter one, verse two, he says, beloved, I pray or I desire that you may prosper in Hallelujah. all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. You know, these are keys. And I just wanted to say this to you really quick. Deuteronomy 28, verse one, that first part, that is a key. That is a key to prosperity right there. And that's the biggest key. If you are careful to obey his commandments, to be obedient, to follow him and what he's asking you to do as he asks you to do it, amen, then you will prosper in all things. It's as you are obedient to listen to his commandments, you prosper. Come on. You prosper, amen. Uh, again, he desires that we prosper even as our soul prospers. How do, you, how do you prosper? How does your soul prosper? By spending time with him in the word, in prayer. Come on. That's <clears throat> right. It's about... That's that's right, David. Listen, as 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 you prosper in soul, how do you prosper in soul? You know, the Bible talks about Daniel being excellent in spirit, excellent in soul. You know, and it's because he had relationship with the Lord, because he knew the word, because he purposed in his heart that he was not going to compromise because he lived in a, a Babylonian, the Babylonian kingdom. But he purposed in his heart that he was not going to compromise concerning the things of the Lord, concerning the things of God. Amen. So as we Hallelujah. as we prosper in our soul, Sage, as Come we on. prosper in our soul, we prosper in all areas. That's exactly right. Come on. So he says, I desire that you prosper even as your soul prospers. So Hallelujah. as we prosper in soul, we're going to prosper in all things. Amen. And God desires that we prosper. So again, though these are keys. That's another key right there. But the, again, I'm going to go back to the main key, which is being obedient to what God is asking you to do. As you hear his voice, as you heed his word, and you're obedient to obey it, amen, you are going to eat the good of the land. You're going to be blessed. All the blessings are going to chase you down because God Come is on. going to command his blessings over you. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm telling you, this is going to be your greatest year. Come on. You receive Come what on. God is doing right Come now. On. Come on. You're going to be the head and not the <laughs> tail. You're going to be daily overcoming. You see a need, you're going to be able to meet it. I'm telling you, when the prosperity of the kingdom of God begins to flow in your life and, you, and you're obedient to what he's asking you to do. Look, he's just saying, Amen. be obedient to my word. Amen. If he says to you, hey, look, I would, you know, give in this area, do this. As you do that, what is he doing? He's setting you up for the blessings to overflow. Yes, you. We don't give to receive. You know what? We do give to receive, but but we do, we give with the perspective of the kingdom. Come on. That we're furthering the kingdom. We're furthering the gospel. He says in Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall Come be on. added 
it Amen. That's right. you. Everything. That's right. But see, there's so many people out there who need to see the kingdom of God lived out in front of them. That's right. That's a hi, Melissa. Love you, my sister. <clears throat> that is exactly it. And listen, you guys. So, so you know, this is gonna be your poorest day. Come on, in Jesus. Name. Yeah, this is the, this 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 will be the poorest you'll ever be. Hallelujah. We believe you're gonna go up. Amen. See, in order. To, here's the thing, you guys. And the, I gotta calm myself down because there's calm so down. much. There is so much. I just want to. But there is stipulations in prosperity, but and I, I, I want to get into that uh, again. We'll get into that later. You there's 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 things that you gotta do first that the Lord requires of you. Amen. But what I wanted to cover today is is should Christians prosper? Because again, as I I started the video, there seems to be a reverence, a wrongfully pre placed reverence on lack on poverty Come on. on you know even being shamed as a believer when you do prosper and you know people see you prospering and then you make excuses or you try to downplay it when you're prospering and people are like well you know you should give you 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 know why do you have that nice car what are you doing with all that as ministers you know as sons and daughters well you know why are you driving such, such nice things how are you getting that money i even had somebody ask me that one time where'd you get all this money it's none of your business where i get all this money it's none of your business what i do with the money the lord blesses me guess what because i am a soul winner because i sow because i put him first first Come matthew on. 6 33 seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you because amen the worker is worth his wages amen because Hallelujah. if you concern Come yourself on. with the lord the Come lord's going to concern there yourself you with him amen it's none of your business where Woo. i get my money and i'm not going to be ashamed of the prosperity of the lord i'm not going to be ashamed when he prospers me i'm not going to try to downplay it I'm going to boast on the Lord and his goodness. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to boast on what he does for me. Amen. You know, that's a big thing that you're talking about right there. Like God will bless people. And I've watched this. I've, I've watched this with people in different churches. I'll go up and bless them hugely or something. Yeah. And they're actually afraid to tell anybody because of the ridicule or the jealousy that might come against come them of somebody else. That's come right. On. That's right. You, and, and that's a thing in the church. And I'm telling you, you don't have to worry. Come on. It's out. He says, by you testify, right? Uh, Revelations 12, 11, he says, we overcome the devil by the power of the blood and the words of our testimony. Come on. Come on. That's right. It's Come when on. we talk about what God is doing. See, the, the devil has tried to keep a stranglehold on the church for a lot of years through yeah. this. Come Amen. on. Thinking people, well, they don't want to say anything. They shy away from it because people, you know, talk down to them or this or that. Come on. Because they don't have an understanding of what biblical prosperity looks Come like, on. what Come it on. smells like, yeah. and on. how it moves. Come Amen. On. And the world always persecutes, if you notice, always persecutes men of God who begin to increase. Amen. Why? Because we're in opposition to the world. The world doesn't want us to have have Come their on. money. Come Amen. on. They want their money. They're yeah. greedy. Come on. Yep. The things of the world, the devil's greedy. But I'm telling you today, in the mighty name Come of on. Jesus, the wealth of the wicked has been stored up <clears throat> for those who are righteous. Amen. The righteous mammon is coming into your hands this year in Jesus' mighty name. Righteous mammon. Righteous 
I don't know, but right. Sorry, I'm just like. <laughs> right, maybe I said that wrong, but listen. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. Come on. <clears throat> There is a there is a money ex I just swallowed my my own saliva. There, there is a money exchange coming onto the body of Christ in this hour. Come on, the world is saying the church is going down, but we are saying, come on, that by the power of the blood, by the power of the word, we are rising up for such a time as this. Come on, hallelujah. <laughs> Justin's like. <laughs> <clears throat> Hallelujah. Listen. Justin. <laughs> well, listen, the Bible says, listen, Mark, uh, Mark, right? It says to go into all the world and preach the gospel. How are we going to go into the into all the world without taking dominion fact, over our finances, without being masters over our finances and prospering in the financial realm? I believe this, you guys. I believe the end time church is programmed to prosper exceedingly. Amen. So we can reach people. So we can go to the ends of the earth and preach the gospel. Amen. Uh, you know, so we can bless others. Hallelujah. And I, I posted this a while back, but I want to read this again. God takes pleasure in your plenty. Amen. He takes pleasure in your prosperity. Ooh, he takes again. pleasure in your plenty. You know, uh, no father desires to see his children in lack. Uh, you know, we don't need to be, oh, we don't need anything but you, Jesus. We don't care if you bless us. We don't care if we have nothing as long. No, don't be... That doesn't excite God. No father desires to see his children in lack. Amen. You know, no, no father goes around and, and testifies and says, well, I thank God that two of, you know, that two of my kids are beggars. I thank God, you know, my kids are, are, are poor and they got to beg. Nobody testifies to that. That's not a testimony. Nobody says that God takes pleasure in our plenty. Amen. He takes pleasure in our plenty. And I just say this to you because the Bible says that the I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor the children begging for bread. And I just prophesy this over you that you or your children or your children children your children's children will be beggars in Jesus name. You the the righteous do not beg, they do not borrow. You do you will not have to be a borrower. You will not have to be a beggar nor will will your children be in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Come on, that's so good, David. David actually actually Michelle put this in there. It says that's why we should stand on truth. The word of God, not backing down, but standing firm. The righteous shall prevail in every situation. That's right. Come on, Michelle. That's right. And then David says, the Holy Spirit doesn't say to inspect the gift. He wants us to inspect the fruit as the testament of Come his on. grace. Come on. Come on. That's Hallelujah. right. Hallelujah. That's right. And how do they see the church? Come on. I mean, think about this. Think about this. Can I just play off of what you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, absolutely. Kids? Just, just give this a thought for a minute, like your kids, okay? I want to see our children, but like I was talking to my daughter yesterday, and she's in this business that she's doing in Washington. Yeah. She's excelling and exceedingly abundantly. I mean, things are just really moving for her. 
That's right. And you know what? I, that excited me because I know that I pray over her and I believe God is going to increase her greatly and greatly and greatly. And I'm believing God for those yeah. things. Come yeah. on. Amen. So it excites me when my children excel. Come on. It excites me when my that's, children that's begin fact. to grow and they've got more than enough, not only for themselves, but they've got more than enough to bless <laughs> others. They've They've got Hallelujah. more than enough to take care of their children. They've got more than enough to be a blessing yes. to their community, Amen. to those who are working Amen. for them. For those, come on, my Amen. goodness, Hallelujah! Amen. Amen. So see, Hallelujah! <clears throat> well, why do why do we think that we can pray for our children to increase and then we want to walk in poverty? Come on, that's right. Come on, if, that's if, right. just like David that's said, right, they're going to inspect our fruit. Now think about that. Come on, that's if right. we produce the fruit of over abundance. Abundant, overflowing. Guess what? Our children are going to eat of that same fruit because we produce after our kind. Come on, hallelujah! And listen. I Ooh, said I said this, the Holy I, Ghost. I said this earlier and I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> it's a righteous man. The Bible says it's a righteous man that leaves an inheritance for his children and for Come his on. children's Hallelujah. children. How are you gonna leave an inheritance? See, most men, let's just I'll just be real, most men leave uh, uh leave uh, bills for their children. They leave debt for their children to take care of after they pass away. But the Bible says that a righteous man leaves an inheritance for his children, amen, and for his children's children. So how are you going to leave an inheritance if you don't have anything to begin with? That's right. See, Come on. We need to be pressing in the direction of Come prosperity, allow, building up, girding up these areas in our soul. See, for me, I'll Come tell on. you, when I really started digging in prosperity... And you can ask my husband. I really started digging into it because I felt like the Lord wanted me to get a better understanding of how to operate in the financial realm according to the word of God. To do finances as he does finances. Come to on. see how he reverences his finances. Woo. Because even though he did a lot of financial and still does a lot of financial miracles in our life, I still lacked the understanding. And the Lord told me, he said, how am I going to increase you when you don't understand finances and how I, how I operate? and how I That's do right. finances. How am I going to increase you if, if you're not a good steward of your finances. How see, and that's the thing. That's why we're doing this, and that's why we're touching on some of these basic things and breaking the mentality of prosperity, breaking mm -hmm. the mentality of of poverty. of of excuse me of, of poverty. You're right, not prosperity. We're trying to build prosperity into you, but breaking the mentality of poverty and lack <laughs> because it's. The prosperity that de that God desires for us because he purchased it for us. That's but it. but see, That's here's the, the thing. The, the thing <clears throat> is, if we don't have an understanding, if we're not going to be good stewards of the finances, then we're not we're not going to have a good foundation for God to increase us. That's we're right. not going to have a good foundation for for him to bless us and to increase us and prosper us if we're not even good stewards with what he's given us. And so we have to have an understanding of the finances Ooh, and how good. he uh, how he operates with the finances that's and good. become good stewards of what 
he's given us in order Come for on. him to increase us in this. And so I started to dig. I started to, to uh, you know, uh, gird myself up and build because I knew this was an area that I lacked. So I just saw, I started to uh, research and I started to listen to ministers who have excelled in this area to get the revelation that they have and receive it for myself. I started to look at the word of God myself and study out the scriptures that they were talking about and seeing what the word has to say concerning finances and building it up in my spirit. Amen. Just as we read in 3 John 1, 2, beloved, I desire that you would prosper in all things, even as your soul prospers, trying to build this up in my soul. That way I could get it prospering. Amen. On the outward, letting it prosper inside me first before the prosperity comes outward. And I'm telling you guys, we're starting to see, uh, uh, I can tell you personally for me, starting to see the breakthrough. We're starting to see the breakthrough. Amen. So it's important that we understand these things. Hallelujah. Come on. We understand these things so God can increase us. So we have a solid foundation for God to increase That's us. Right. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. So he desires that we prosper. And I'll tell you this, you know. Uh, um, Can I say one thing? Sure. Just to tie with what Dana is talking about, and and put it into maybe more terms that everybody understands closer mm-hmm. to, with just revelation that we all have. We prosper in our faith, believing in Jesus, paid for our sins Come at on. the cross. Okay. And when we do, John 10, 10 says, as we believe in our heart, we shall be saved. Come, Come on. on. That's that right. revelation of what he did at the cross, the revelation of our sins being washed away. You receive prosperity right, in the same thing. What Dane is talking about is the revelation that comes through his word that we can excel in a greater measure. That's right. That's Come right. On. And, and, and listen, I remember, I mean, I remember when the Lord started to speak to me about finances, because like I said, I knew for me, this was an area that I lacked and I knew I needed a, a, an increase of revelation in this area. That's right. Cause I knew that I know the vision that God has given us. And I know that vision is going to require a lot of money. Amen. Millions and millions of dollars. So I'm like, okay, God. So in order to get to that place of prosperity, I need to gird myself in my heart in this area. I need to get a deeper revelation of how you operate in finances. Because, and and I remember one time we were, when the Lord first spoke to me about finances being a tool, only a tool. See, I didn't even recognize that finances were only a tool to further his kingdom. I was thinking, oh, finances, I got to pay my bills. I got to this. I need money. I need money. And I remember we went on a drive and we used to go on drives a lot um, to New Mexico and just prayer drives. We just go and we would just pray, just have fun with the Holy Ghost, just follow the Lord. And we were on one of these prayer drives and I was really, um, I was really kind of stressed about finances. Holy Ghost runs. Holy Ghost runs. I was stressed about finances and I started to, to just pray and, and, and the Lord started to speak to me about finances. And he just said, he said, daughter. Don't worry. Don't worry about the finances. And he just started to tell me finances are only a tool. Finances are only a tool to further my kingdom. The finances are not to have dominion over you. The finances are not to master you. You are to be a master over your finances. You are to have dominion over your finances because, and at that moment he realized, I realized he exposed to me because I was anxious, because I was stressed, because 
you know, the stress of finances was consuming me that the finances were actually mastering me in that moment. They were actually having dominion over me because I was like, oh, where am I? I need money. I need money. And he's like, no, no, no. They're only a tool. You're to have dominion over them. And then I started to go the direction of, okay, Lord, okay, how do you operate finances? Show me what to do with the finances. And he started to expose areas of poverty mentality. Poverty mentality and poverty thinking, you know, speaking like, oh, we don't have enough for that. Oh, we're never going to have enough. Or, you know, like, oh, I can't afford that. And he's like, don't speak that because all the silver is mine. All the gold is mine. I own a, th a cattle on a thousand hill. If I own everything and you are co-heirs with Christ, do you not have access to these things? It's Come not on. that we don't have access to these things. It's just we lack the, revel the revelation and we lack the faith. See, God is not going to pour the millions onto you if you're not a good steward with what you have. David posted that earlier. Why? Because it'll wreck you. It'll wreck your faith. It'll wreck you. Amen. So he's not going to increase you until you get some of these basic things first. You, you have to get a basic understanding of these things first and, and, and break some of these mentalities, hallelujah, and get a revelation of some of the, the foundational things first before he can increase you. I mean, how is it that people who play, you know, lottery, you see some of these people who won millions and millions of dollars and in five years time, they're broke and they're in worse state than they were before. Why? Because they, they, because one, Come they on. didn't have a revelation of, of, of this stuff, of the biblical finances. Maybe they weren't Christians. I don't know. But two, they weren't good stewards with what they had. They didn't understand finances. Amen. Come they on. weren't good stewards of it. So they ended up just completely wrecked and in worse state after than they were before. And they hadn't been raised up in the advent mm. of, of how to be, how to use finances to their benefit, that finances are only a tool. Come on. That's right. It's a tool in your hand. That's it's right. It's a tool in your hand to be used to further the kingdom of God. And I want to tell you today, as you connect with these principles over this next week, I see people furthering the kingdom Amen. of God Amen. exponentially because there'll be nothing impossible for you. Yes. As you align yourself into the word, as you're obedient to what God is telling you to do, yes. you're going to increase and increase. And I want to tell you, 2021 into 2022, you're going up and up and up because yes, yes. our economic kingdom is based on the kingdom Amen. of God Amen. and his word, not on. on a worldly kingdom, no. but on That's a right. heavenly That's kingdom. Right. So when we align Come ourselves right. to what the word of God says, we're transferring ourselves from a worldly kingdom kingdom right, to Gary. a heavenly kingdom. That's right. Then we have Christ, Abba Father, Holy Ghost Hallelujah. fighting Come on. in our behalf. Come on. And everything that we sow, not one thing will Ooh, because see, God is a good steward. He knows right. all yes, he is. Come on, his children give. He keeps an exact tally right. on everything. Come on. And he knows how to bring the goodness of the land into your hand. Amen. Amen. He, he's not wasteful. He's not wasteful. He's not. 
He he's is a not. good steward and he expects us to be a good steward of our finances as well. Amen. Come on. Because listen, and again, I'm going to touch on, on some of these things. I'm going to talk about the tithe. I'm going to talk about why the tithe is so important. I'm going to talk about offerings because offerings and tithes are different. Come on. And then I'm going to talk about the holiness of finances, you guys, because finances are... <laughs> Get out of here. Because... It's, you're Indian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because I'm over here like, I this man. I can't help it. It's like... The finances, because listen, you guys, the finances are holy. The finances are holy. And, and, and if you are not treating the finances with reverence, you're Come putting on. yourself in a hurt box. Amen. You're setting yourself up for a world of hurt. And Come so on. I'm going to talk about some of these things because, you know, uh, there, I mean, yeah, I mean, stealing in the church, stealing the finances, mishandling the finances. I mean, that'll set you split hell wide open thinking you're okay because the finances are holy. I'm telling you guys. So uh, we're going to touch on all these things throughout the week. Um, I mean, you have Ananias and Sapphira in you, Acts. You will split who, hell wide who, open who, thinking who just, you're okay mishandling the finances. On, who just lied. It was theirs to do with the, what they wanted. <clears throat> But they lied to the Holy Spirit. And because of that, they both dropped dead. You have uh, uh, J Judas. Come on. Judas, who was the money, who kept the money for Jesus. Right. Who was the money changer. Not the money changer, but the, the what do you call it? Uh, the, he was the. The doorman? The... No, Judas. Oh, Judas. Yeah, he was the treasurer. He was the treasurer for Jesus. Yeah. Come on. So he kept all the money because there was such an yeah. over amount of money that he needed one individual to care for the money, to watch over the money, to keep a tally on the money. Come on. And But what happened? The finances got a hold of his heart and he ended up selling Jesus out. Come on. Yeah. For 30 pieces of silver. And which... I'm, I'm telling you, it, 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 it's, it surprises me how many people operate in that spirit, that Judas spirit, the Ananias and Sapphira, amen, and 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 mishandle the within the church, mishandle the finances, and we look at Judas, and he and a lot of us think like, oh my God, Judas, that's a, but a lot of people concerning finances don't recognize they're operating in that spirit, and that's why I said, man, if we're not careful, we'll split hell wide open. That's right. Thinking we're okay, mishandling the finances. So you know, we want to touch on these things. I'm going to be talking about the tithe. We'll be talking about offering. We'll be talking about the holiness of finances, amen, later on this week. But, you know, uh, going back to what I started with, should Christians prosper? I, you know, we've showed you through the word, yes, we should be prospering. We should be prospering. We should not be, you know, in poverty. You know, poverty doesn't bring glory to God. Poverty doesn't exalt Jesus. And poverty does not help further the gospel. Amen. Poverty, no, you know, poverty is a devil from the pit of hell. Amen. And it's, I'm telling you, the Lord gave us a, revel a revelation a couple years ago of, of the wickedness of poverty and uh, religion. Because, you know, those things go hand in hand. There's a lot of churches who are actually in poverty, who are operating in that spirit of poverty because they don't have an understanding of finances and how to operate biblically in the finances. And they're always wondering why they're struggling. They're always wondering why they never can make it. They're always wondering why they're having difficulty. And it's because they maybe don't realize they're mishandling the finances, or maybe they do, I don't know, but you know, they don't have a revelation or an understanding of the importance of finances and the, the holiness of finances. And, and, 
and the holiness or the, the the importance of being a good steward of your finances amen Hallelujah. so god does desire to prosper us he Come does on. desire to increase us he became poor so we through his poverty might become rich according to the word of god amen and he prospers us so we could bless others he prospers us so we can be a blessing to others so we can meet the needs of others so we would leave an inheritance to our children amen so we can give to the poor so we can meet the needs of our family members so you know if somebody said hey oh thank you michelle you know, so people can say, hey, you know, I, I, my church, we need a new roof. Oh, really? Okay, well, let me take care of that. You know, so we can do things like that. Amen. So we can be a blessing. We're A lot of times we say we're blessed to be a blessing. And That's a right. lot of people say that, but are they really blessing? You know, like, I want to bless people. I want to be able to say, hey, you need a new car? Let me get you a car. Hey, pastor, you know, you don't need to be driving in that beat up thing. Let me bless you, pastor. Hey, pastor, you need, you know, you need a, a new carpet in your sanctuary. Let me, let me bless you. Or, you know, the somebody who needs a car, maybe not even a minister or a pastor, but maybe just somebody in the community, a family who needs a vehicle. Hey, you need a vehicle? Let, let me take care of that. I want to be the one to be able to do that. Amen. And I, we're well, Sage and I are well on our way to that. Hallelujah. So I believe each and every one of you, come on, as you purpose in your heart today that you're going to lay hold of the, 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 the understanding of finances according to the bible as you lay hold of it as you dig in as you search it out yourself amen that as you lay hold of these principles as you lay hold of this understanding as you get the revelation i believe that each and every one of you are going to be those people in your community. You're going to be on. the one that meets the needs. You're going to be Hallelujah. the one that is able to fund the gospel in this end Hallelujah. hour. Amen. And support men and women of God. Support your local church. Support, uh, you know, the poor. Amen. I believe that as you lay hold of this, that you will be that one. Amen. So God Hallelujah. desires to prosper us that we would bless others. He desires to prosper us that we would give to the poor. Amen. That we would expand the kingdom and take dominion. Hallelujah. He desires that. Amen. As we seek his kingdom. Amen. And his righteousness. That he will add all these things to us. Amen. And so we're touching on finances. Yes. He desires to prosper us in finances. Yes. But he desires to prosper us in all things. Amen. But we got to we got to break this mentality that it's okay to be in lack. That it's okay to uh reverence poverty. Come on. The only thing that deserves reverence is Jesus. Amen. This we got to break this mentality that somehow there's there's um some kind of holiness or or you're more spiritual when you're in poverty that's or or when you're in lack there's no there's none of that that's a lie straight from the pit of hell okay come on so listen you guys god desires to prosper you amen he desires to increase you and i believe again as you lay hold of these principles that the lord is going to do it yes and so i want i want to say this with you guys and and uh, later on in the week we can do the vow of prosperity many people do a vow of poverty in um in in the church but listen we're going to do a vow of prosperity because 
we should be excelling in all things. That's how God created us. That's how he desires to move in us. Amen. Is that we would prosper in all things. Come on. Beloved, I, I desire, desire that, that you, you prosper. prosper even as your soul. Prospers. That's right. In all things, even as your soul prospers. So we're going to pray over you guys right now. I want to pray over you. I want to bless you. But I also want to say this since I have my friend right here. Um, you know, you're never going to prosper um, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus. That's the first thing. If you don't know Jesus and you don't have a relationship with him, according to the Bible, you're never going to prosper because you're under a curse. You're, you're, if you're not in covenant with Jesus, you're actually under a curse. Amen. And furthermore, if you don't know Jesus, according to the word of God, you, you are well on your way to a, a eternal um, damnation. Uh, you know, and but that's not what the Lord desires. The Lord desires, amen, that you would prosper. He desires that you would be with him. He desires to give you life and life abundant. Because if you don't know Jesus right now, you are the walking dead. And God desires to give you life and life abundant. He desires to bring you into a high place according to what I just read in Deuteronomy 28. Amen. See, the Lord loves you. God loves you. That's why he sent his son, Jesus. Amen. To die for you, to that's die right. for Come your on. sins, that you could could live in freedom that you could live in prosperity yes but that you could live with him forever amen that you can live in freedom that you could live in health that you could live hallelujah and well in all things amen so it requires being in covenant with Jesus. So if you don't know Jesus today, we want to introduce you to Jesus. Amen. So we want to pray this prayer with you. And I'm going to let Sage um, lead us in this prayer. Come on, the word says in Romans 10, 10, it says that you believe, you believe, you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and you shall be saved. That's right. The word also says that whomever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's right. So if you're here today and you know what, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Maybe it's on the replay. Maybe it was a death of a loved one. Maybe just a, uh, just a, a, you know, through COVID, just things happened in your life where you just turned away from God. Maybe it was a, a loss of a loved one. Maybe it was a divorce or whatever happened in your life that caused you to turn away. I want to tell you that today, all you have to do is confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, and you will be saved, brought yes. right back into the fold. Yes. And Jesus yes. is right Right there with you right now wooing you in into this relationship with him he's never left you That's he's right. never abandoned you and i want to tell you if this is your first time saying it um i encourage you say this with everything within you come on hallelujah so say this with me right now say dear lord jesus dear lord jesus come into my heart come into my heart forgive me of my sins forgive me of my sins wash me and cleanse me wash me and cleanse me set me free set me free jesus Thank you. Jesus, thank you. That you died for me. That you died for me. I believe that you rose from the grave. I believe that you rose from the grave. And you're coming back for me again. And you're coming back for me again. Fill me. Fill me. Fill me. Fill me. Overflowing. Overflowing. With your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion. Give me a passion for the lost, for the lost, a hunger and thirst, a hunger and thirst for the things of God, for the things of God and a holy boldness and a holy boldness to preach your gospel, to preach your gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I say this with boldness right now. What say, I am saved. I am saved. I am born again. I am born again. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus because in my I heart. Because I have Jesus Hallelujah. in my heart. Hallelujah. Come on. If you've said that prayer with us, you need to know, as ministers of the gospel of, of Jesus Christ, you said that prayer and you meant it with your heart. You are saved. Amen. Listen, you guys. Um, Hallelujah. If you just prayed that prayer for the... Woo-hoo. Amen. And David said it. Welcome home. We want to be the first to welcome you home. Amen. We love you guys. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or if you just prayed it uh, maybe as rededication to the Lord, we invite you to go on the header of this video. Amen. And to... um, to send us an email we want to connect with you so on the header of this video it says if you just prayed with us to receive jesus email us and then it has our email address send us an email we want to connect with you or you can send us a message on messenger Uh, we want to send you some information and get you connected with a bible believing church amen a full gospel church amen that will encourage you in your walk um but also Listen, if we, I don't want to give this message without giving you opportunity to sow into the message. So I just also want to invite you guys um, to ask the Lord uh, if he would have you sow into this ministry. Um, and if he would have you, then we say amen. And you know what? If he would have you sow into another ministry, then hey, be obedient and do it. Amen. So, you know, if he would have you sow, we invite you um, that the header of this video, there's different avenues to, to give. Be obedient to give. You can do that. Again, the aven- header of this video, several different avenues, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, okay? Um, and, you know, guys, we want to encourage you that, you know, the Lord desires his his bride to prosper the lord desires the end time church to prosper amen he that's what he desires for us because guess what we got uh we got a there's we got a work to do amen there's still a mighty work to be done hallelujah i know what the lord has placed on my heart what he's placed on sage's heart the vision that he's given us and so we have no doubt you guys that the lord is going to fulfill that this is why we're doing that we're we're girding up our foundation we're making sure our foundation is solid so he so we're creating room for the increase amen so when the increase comes the foundation won't crack amen so we want to do that with you guys and we want to teach you guys as well so this is what we're doing. So tomorrow, uh, we'll be on again at nine o'clock. Amen. So make sure you guys share the broadcast, make sure you like it make sure you invite some friends who you think would benefit. And we're going to start going over kind of more detailed stuff like the tithing, like the, the offering, like I said, the holiness of finances and all these different things. We're going to be breaking it down some more. Um, so make sure that you guys jump on with us tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. And we love you guys. We bless you guys. Is there anything else you want to add? Hallelujah. This, listen, you guys, 2021 is going to be your best year yet. Amen. I believe that it's going to be your best financially. I believe if you have a business, it's going to be the best for your business. I believe that the Lord is going to just do a mighty, amazing exploits through you. This year is going to be your best year yet in Jesus name. Amen. Love you guys. Uh, that's right, Gary said, we believe and have an expectation in it. That Come on, come that's on. right. You can expect it. Daily expect the increase. Amen. You can expect when you begin to connect yourself 
and 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 so in obedience as God is giving you command come on you're going to you're going to have blessings of overflow on Monday come you're going to be blessings on, on Tuesday blessings on. on Wednesday blessings on Thursday That's right. blessings on Friday blessings on Saturday and blessings on Sunday when you connect your finances with the way that God has laid out he wants to bless his children overflowing and let me say this just to get to prepared. There's certain graces that are mentioned in the word of God, mm -hmm. specifically certain graces that you can only access through your giving. Yeah, it's true. There's certain true. graces that God gives and we can lay that out through scripture that God only gives as you connect your finances. Yes. Amen. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. That's right, Gary. Every day. Love you guys so much. We bless you. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Mm. Be sure and share the broadcast. Supernatural, ah. abundant, overflow in your life. Bye, guys. See you later.